Hi, everybody. This is Gad Saad. A few days ago, uh, I received an email from a young physician who wanted to share with me a report that uh, he had come across, uh, which I didn't have a chance to go over until today. And so I thought that uh, I would share some of the issues in that report. So this is coming from Can Meds. C-A-N for Canada, meds for, I guess, medicine, medical doctors. So CanMeds is a framework for improving patient care by enhancing physician training developed by the Royal College in the 1990s. Its main purpose is to define the necessary competencies for all areas of medical practice and provide a comprehensive foundation for medical education and practice in Canada. And I got this from the Royal College uh, uh, website, uh, .ca, so www.royalcollege.ca, and then you could look up for what CanMeds is. And so the the uh, report in question is is a 2023 report that basically argues, you know, what are some new competencies, some new things that Canadian physicians should uh, develop. And so I wanted to read for you here some of these so bear with me as i read because it truly is incredible i won't read you i think the whole report is 15 pages i will start on page 11 uh titled equity diversity inclusion and accessibility interim report right so again remember this is from the royal college of i guess physicians and surgeons uh, where they have this program can meds that always thinks about what are the core competencies and expertise areas that a practicing Canadian physician should possess. So here we go. CanMeds 2025 affords us the opportunity to think critically and propose a vision for the practice of medicine, which is rooted in social justice, anti-racism, anti-oppression, and cultural safety, promoting a broader cultural shift, which is necessary for the profession. So you, you see here, the, the practice of medicine is no longer about healing an individual who comes to you with a particular medical ailment. It's much bigger than that. It's about fighting anti-colonialism, anti-racism, and anti-rape of Mother Earth. As a profession and a health system, we participate daily in the perpetuation of structural violence upon those most marginalized amongst us, particularly those who are racialized and live at the intersections of marginalization because of our race, ethnicity, religion, sex, gender, identity, social class, ability, immigration status, and more. A new model of CanMeds would seek to center values such as anti-oppression, anti-racism, and social justice rather than medical expertise. I'm going to read that sentence one more time for you. This is the framework that is put forth in deciding what are the core competencies that medical doctors in Canada should possess. So you're ready? I'm going to read it very slowly. A new model of CanMeds would seek to center values such as anti-oppression, anti-racism, and social justice rather than than medical expertise. 
It would prioritize bidirectional relationships with patients, providers, communities, the land, the health system, and society at large, rather than the individual physician as a gatekeeper of professionalized knowledge. With this new model, we can reflect a stance of humility over hubris and demonstrate how we as physicians must be constantly seeking to learn, explore, critically reflect, and grow. Existing competencies can be reorganized and modified under a new model, which would also feature the teaching of critical reflection and self-reflexivity, as well as understanding of equity and advocacy so as to allow physicians to more effectively engage in community-led social change, right? So physicians are not there to heal individuals who come to them with medical ailments. They are activists who must serve as uh, protagonists in social change. All right, let's keep going. Such a model of can meds would allow medical schools to appropriately embed and infuse lenses of social justice, anti-oppression, advocacy, and equity throughout their teaching and thereby teach future physicians how to incorporate such thinking into all of their clinical teaching and research work. The Anti-Racism Expert Working Group has formed a consensus definition of anti-racism to guide the work of CanMed's Renewal 2025. So now I'm going to read you the quote of what that framework is. Quote, Anti-racism is an explicit stance, a process, and a systematic method of analysis requiring a proactive course of action for individuals, institutions, and societies to undertake. Anti-racism sheds light on the structures of racism rooted in the justification of colonization, slavery, and white supremacy, with manifestations at the individual, interpersonal, and systemic levels. Anti-racism actively seeks to identify, remove, prevent, and mitigate racially inequitable inequitable outcomes and power imbalances and change the structures that sustain inequities. Anti-racism is deeply rooted in anti-oppression, which analyzes the world through the lens of power, including the historical and ongoing structures of racism, white supremacy, settler colonialism, heteropatriarchy, capitalism, ableism, classism, sexism, homophobia, transphobia, and more. Anti-racism and anti-oppression call for action on the manifestations of oppression based on race, ethnicity, religion, sex, gender identity, sexual orientation, socioeconomic status, immigration status, and more. Anti-racism in medicine and healthcare requires us to examine acknowledge and work to mitigate and dismantle the deep roots and manifestations of racism and other intersecting oppressive structures in our day-to-day work. So that was, I just read page 11 and the start of page 12. I could go on and read you the rest of it, but it's just simply unbelievable, okay? It's more than mass psychosis. It's, it really is, I mean, I, I'm not trying to engage here in a you know 
self-padding on my own back. But that's why I use the neuroparasitological framework in, in my book, In the Parasitic Mind. Because nothing could explain such zombified behavior where everyone, including people that have objective knowledge, such as in the practice of medicine, where they can come out with such insane, orgiastic nonsense. So we no longer judge the core competencies of physicians via their medical expertise, but rather through a lens of anti-racism, anti-colonialism, and uh, whatever the rest of the stuff is, hetero patriarchy, right? So by, by the way, that concept basically argues that you know, there's this notion of heteronormativity that, you know, people, you know, the, the natural thing is for us to be heterosexual and that's wrong, right? So in, under that lens, heterosexuality is a learned sexual orientation because we live in a heteropatriarchal, heteronormative uh, society, but homosexuality is innate. So we are a sexually reproducing species that relies on the mechanisms of heterosexuality to then create morons like those who generate these reports. But that's because of heteronormativity. So a physician now should fight against heteronormativity, heterosexuality, capitalism. So you go to see your physician and you say, hey, my family comes with uh, with a history of colon cancer and I have a blockage. I'm worried that maybe my uh, cysts in my colon have turned uh, cancerous. Can we maybe do a colonoscopy? And your physician looks at you and says, have you thought about perhaps beginning with a land acknowledgement? Have you realized that we must indigenize our medical curriculum? Can you tell me what your preferred pronouns are? Can you tell me how you're going to be an ally to fight against anti-racism? Imagine that we are at this point in our history, 21st century, the governing bodies that determine what constitutes the core competency of a physician are now proposing that it shouldn't be medical expertise. We must be dismantling capitalism and ableism, and we must fight against transphobia. I'm surprised that they didn't put Islamophobia in there. Many, many years ago, I warned you about all this stuff, and everyone kept writing to me and saying, yes, we get it, but surely that's just a problem in some esoteric department in the humanities and some silly department in the social sciences, surely those ideas are never going to take a foothold, you know, in the natural sciences, in medicine and so on. And I said, no, they will. Because human minds have always had the capacity to be parasitized. What is unique about the current moment is that there is a set of idea pathogens that have been uniquely unleashed so that the melange, the cocktail of these idea pathogens has sent us into a descent towards the abyss of infinite lunacy in a manner that is difficult to imagine another historical period where that has happened. Yes, there have been many instances of mass psychoses, of departures from reason, 
but there is something very, very unique about the specific set of idea pathogens that are affecting us in the here and now in the 21st century. Have a good day, everybody.